Coffee and bullshit. Coffee and bullshit. Coffee and bullshit. Coffee and bullshit. Hello and welcome to Coffee and Bullshit episode 53. I do believe it's 53. Maybe I should check that every single time. Hey, we're uh, we're sponsored. It's great. Uh, sponsored by Blue Steel Studio. Check them out online, www.bluesteelstudio.com. They do all sorts of great stuff, including uh, microblading and uh, permanent like makeup kind of tattooing and they're they're pretty great. You can uh, you can find them on Facebook. You can find them on probably. I think they're on Instagram. Actually, I think they're on all of that. I don't think they're on Twitter, but it doesn't matter. Um, check them out online. BLUSteelStudio.com. Today I have got um, Matthew coming by. He is from Biscuits and Vinyl. It's a record shop in Talent. If you have yet to uh, visit them and you're like me and you like records, well, you need to go there. They've got a great selection. They can order things if they're available. Um, it's pretty great. So check them out. And uh, also check out our sponsor because uh, without them, um, it's, you know, it'd be a little harder. There'd be less, uh, less fun involved. The video portion is forthcoming. I promise you. I keep talking about it, but it will happen. Um... But yeah, anyway, also looking for a second sponsor that I can tag at the end of each podcast. If you know somebody or are interested yourself in sponsoring the podcast, I just need a little more help uh, each month for some of the little stuff. Like I just purchased um, pop screens and I uh, got a new microphone. Um, but yeah, it, it is a little bit of a hobby, so it's not a whole lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway... Also, coming up uh, in the month of May, I am releasing a, a party event. Um, this will be sort of an exclusive party event that I'll do hopefully once a month. Um, so far, I have got the, the venues lined up. Um, I've got a videographer. I've got security. I've got all sorts of DJs here in the Rogue Valley. And I'm going after a pretty particular um, kind of event. So stay tuned and listen for details. I'll probably put up a Facebook page, um, create its own social media um, uh, visibility. Wow, I'm just, I need more coffee, I guess. <laughs> um, but welcome to it, episode 53. Thanks for tuning in to Coffee and Bullshit. Good morning. Good morning. You can relax. <laughs> I gotta sit up, right up on that. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. We're recording. Cool. I usually like to let it go a little bit longer before telling people that we're recording. You know, just like kind of start it without them knowing. But we were kind of preemptively mic checking. Hey. So anyway, welcome, welcome to the Lazy H is what I call it. Great. Yeah, it's the my grandfather's um, old houses. Like, kind of, it's not really a ranch, but he had property and some fruit trees in Nebraska, and he called it the Lazy H. Cool. I stole it from him. Nice. I appropriated it appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I already recorded a quick little intro. I don't use last names on the intro, but I did tell people who you are and where you're from. All right. But um, we should get into like where you're from from and some other life stories. So tell me a little about you, man. I mean, where were you born? Uh, I was born in Laconia, New Hampshire. Wow. Yeah. Um, kind of a, uh, I don't know. That's fresh small, water. Small town. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> yeah, Lake Winnipesaukee, New England. It's kind of nice, but uh, cool. kind of run down, working class town. You know what I know about New Hampshire? No. Um, there's a town there named Sandwich. <laughs> there is a town named Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I we learned... used to go to the Sandwich County Fair. Did they? Do they have a place <clears throat> just called Sandwich Shop? <laughs> <laughs> they should. <laughs> I don't know if they do or not. It's, well, uh, it's pretty rural out there. I'm moving to Sandwich to open that. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. So, okay, so New Hampshire, and, and uh, how long were you there, and then where'd you go next? Um, graduated high school in 98, and then uh, came to SOU to get as far away as possible. <laughs> you did that! Yeah, you did, did a that. good job. You found a pretty far location. I found a pretty far location. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. When, when did you go to SOU? Um, for about one, one semester in 98, <laughs> 98 no to 99, and then, oh. uh, pretty much kind of got kicked out of the dorms for jamming and, uh, okay. um, yeah, then around that same time, my mom moved to Singapore and like sold our house in New Hampshire. Wow. So I went home or went back to New Hampshire for a little bit. She gave me her car when she left and uh, I came back out West and oh I've been my out gosh. West since. Huh. That's so crazy. Yeah. It was, it was Interesting time. Nineteen. So years is old. that the are the, the the only two states you've ever lived in is New Hampshire and Oregon? No, and uh, Santa Barbara, California. Oh, that's right. I knew there was another place. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. For some reason, I I thought also maybe Colorado. I don't know where that where that got thrown um, into your no, mix. Never but, lived in Colorado. Okay. You ever been to Red Rocks? Um, I've just driven by it. Oh, dude. <laughs> I've never you, seen a show there. You need to see a show there. I, I do. If I can handpick a show for you, and it might sound really cheesy, but I'm going to go ahead and say the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> okay. at the Red Rocks. Right on. Um, or you too, of course, because that's a bit historic. For sure. You know, they recorded that Sunday Bloody Sunday oh, video yeah. at that venue. Right on. But, well, that's cool, man. And there's nothing like driving across the country. No, there is not. Um, I did it quite a bit. It was, it was a lot of fun. I've driven mostly <laughs> halfway across the country a lot because I've moved a lot between here and Kansas City. Yeah. But a few years, but like, like almost 10 years ago, I think it'll be 10 years maybe this November, I helped a buddy of mine move to Florida to Boca Raton. And um, yeah, that was a heck of a drive. And yeah. then I took the bus home because I wanted to stop in Kansas City. And I was able to stop in Kansas City for like one hour, and I saw my aunt and my cousins, and and that was it. I was like, I should have just flown here. Back on the bus. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> they saw me at the Greyhound station. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't shower for four days. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. It was pretty great. I didn't sleep for shit either. <laughs> but anyway... Well, and now you're here and you own the record shop with your lady. I'm here with my lady and we own the record store. I love that place. Thank you. I yeah. love it too. Man. And it was cool <laughs> walking in and seeing like people in there. Yeah. Sometimes I'm in there and there, you know, it's just you and me. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm in there and it's you and a couple other people. But I, I love, I love the idea of, I love small business. Yeah. I love small business. And that's what we are. Yeah, you're definitely the the um, small market business and um, in a small town. Yes. So and it's funny in because a physically small space in a small space. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been there in the shop? Uh, I've been up for almost a year and a half now. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. And I've only known you for less than a year. Yeah, probably. 
And I've been haranguing you about being on the podcast for only a couple of months. Yeah, it didn't take, it didn't take too long to get me over here. I finally get, I did it. <laughs> you did it. Man. I think that's going to how, I'm, this is how I end the podcast as a whole thing. Like, I did it. I got Matthew on. We're done. Thanks for listening. Boom. I do have your sticker there on the table. Oh, hell yeah. That was not strategically placed no, for you. Cool. But it works out perfectly today. It does, for sure. Thank but um, anyway, you know, what's funny is I, I come into your shop. And I just start bullshitting. I, w- I want to hang out. <laughs> You're not the only one. It's it's kind of it's cool, man. There's people that you know might not buy records, but they just like to talk music and they like to hang out. They like to see the music and they like to get out and talk. I met a guy last Bullshit. weekend that is old, and he sang for an old band, and he loved this mic. Oh yeah. I had him on that old Elvis crooner. He was staring at it. I was DJing the run at um, Relic Winery last weekend. And he just had this big smile on his face. And he said, oh, I used to sing in this band. And (laughs) I don't remember the name of it, but it's kind of like a doo-wop kind of deal. Anyway, I could see the joy on his face, but um, I wonder if he's ever come in. His name is Sam, but... Hmm. Anyway, yeah, you, you've created a really fun place, and there seems to be a lot of passion behind it. There is, yeah. You I, love music. I'm, I love music. I'm and vinyl. Like, and vinyl, yeah, man. Um, yeah, once I got into vinyl, I mean, I've always had a record, or growing up, I had a record player in my room and had my dad's records that I inherited. Um, and then, you know, most of my 20s. Nice. <laughs> That's a picture of me with my dad's records. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, yeah. keep going. Um, yeah, and then when I got back into it about, I don't know, six or seven years ago, I just started collecting like crazy and then opened up a shop. <laughs> Are you? Do you sell any of the stuff you've collected or do you keep a lot like me? I, mean, um, like- I, I have a pretty huge selection um, or collection. Um, I've been fitting it out. Recently, and bringing cool stuff to the shop that I just don't listen to that somebody else will really appreciate. Cool. You know? so. so, what would you say is your, like, um, I mean, everyone has their idea of the ideal demographic, right? And I, I would think your shop is probably pretty male. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of female customers, but I'd say probably 70% male. I, I saw a couple of women in there, younger women, yeah, and I was stoked for that because they were in like their twenties, I, I think. Oh yeah, and they were the the age demographic is is you know from high school to like sixty. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 pretty it's pretty stretched out pretty far. There's new collectors and there's old collectors. You know, there's an all in between. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Well, I love it. It's so much fun, and I would, I could, if I, if I had it like that, I'd be there every damn day, <laughs> yeah, buying be, records, man. It could become an, uh, an addictive habit. Oh, buddy! I mean, I think I'm in there at least once a week since I discovered you. Maybe there's been a couple of like weeks in between here and there, but more recently because I'm busier with DJing and you know there's a little extra money coming in. Hey, right on! I, I want to come in and that I just listened to that Julian Plenty record cool. th- this morning. I cracked it this morning and oh my god, dude, that's such a good record. Have you listened to any of that yet? I don't know. I know. I don't know that one now. Well, he's the lead singer of Interpol. I'm sure you knew that. I knew that. I probably told you. You probably already knew. I knew right? that. Yeah, I remember. I think I've heard some of it, but it came out kind of a while ago, and I, it's not 
that's not something that was on my radar. I love that. I wish he would release more with Julian Plenty because mm. it's it's a little different than Interpol, but obviously the voice is the same. I think it's a little more. Um, I think it's a little more musical. Right Listening to one song, there's a lot of strings. Cool. You know, so it, it's not just like straight up rock and roll. Yeah. But um, and then his voice is so damn good. Like cool. it's, it's hard to not get. It. I, I I that's my my deal. You might not like him, but. Um, I don't even know actually what coffee this is that we're drinking. I, I had it in a plastic bowl, and I know it's a Robusta, but I don't know. It might be Honest Coffee out of Cleveland because I order coffee from a lot of places. Cool. And a lot of them are on that picture right there kind of to your left. There's uh, Vietnamese coffee, Colorado, Kansas City, uh, Portland, a couple of Portland ones in there. Right on. But... That's kind of like I'm enjoying it. Are you good? Because yeah. Robusta is not my not, not my normal jam. I like uh, the Arabica stuff. It's a little more pleasant and easy tasting. But anyway, and that's the whole that was the whole premise of the podcast at first, and now it's just sort of turned into bullshitting. <laughs> so we should keep coffee in the name. Totally. I mean, you know, the thing I'm going after is party and bullshit. Hip hop, the hip hop yeah, lyric. And only one person, when I said, hey, come be on the podcast, and she's like, what's it called? I'm all coffee and bullshit. She's all like, um, like party and bullshit. And I was like, yes, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. But um, now, you know, you've lived in the, the Rug Valley, but previous to the record store, what were you doing? Um, well, when I was in Santa Barbara, I worked for a transportation engineering firm. As like a planning consultant. Yeah. Um, and then left that job. My girlfriend was in corporate HR. We we're just kind of getting burnt out. Had the opportunity to move up here. One of my good friends is like a real estate guy. Owns a bunch of houses. What's his name? His name is Matthew Howard. Oh, I don't know if I know him. Um, yeah, he's been face. around. He came out here when I first came out here. And he stayed um, in like the late 90s. Hmm. Um, so he's been here for, for a while. And... Uh, we came up to visit, man, and just like fell back in love with the place. It was like, let's let's do it. And where's she from? Is she from Santa Barbara? She's from um, San Fernando Valley. Oh, okay, Southern California. Mm-hmm. I know where that is. Yeah. My uncle used to live there. Outside of L.A. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah, I'll man. be. I think I'll be heading down. I'm trying to get down there in July, but it might not work. Yeah. Well, actually, just Ventura, not really that far. That not as far as uh, L.A. Yeah, but real well, close. You're, you're right there. Two hours from Hollywood. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, it's like a, I, I mapped it from um, my friend's house in Oxnard to the Hollywood sign. It's an hour, 54-minute drive. <laughs> right on. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I start thinking of my trips. Like, I'll, I'm going to Kansas City and in September, and I'm already looking at maps. I'm already looking at maps and for a different coffee shop. Right on. I go to a couple... Cool. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my, like you've got the, you've got the record store. Yeah. I, I would love to own a coffee place. Awesome, man. You know who told me about biscuits and vinyl was, um, Braden at Over Easy. I don't think I know Braden. I, I, he's the chef. Okay. Owner. Oh, okay. Yeah. We've Tattooed guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I believe he had some of your stickers on the counter right at the on. restaurant. Okay. And I was kind of like. Huh. 
And I thought for sure that it was a breakfast place that sold records, but because I didn't, I didn't get the reference. Well, I didn't know they were no, called it's, biscuits. It's, it's totally uh, misleading, and um, it was just you know a silly name that we came up with when we the first time we came up here actually over biscuits. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and go ahead and and fill in the listeners on what you know how it relates to vinyl. Um, well, the clump of vinyl before it's pressed into a record is referred to as a biscuit. Okay. And it looks like kind of a biscuit shape. And then it's flattened out into a round disc. It's crazy, the technology. It, it seems like magic to me. Yeah, like how do you <laughs> put that information know. on the, in those grooves? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand it either. Tape makes a lot more sense. Not to me. Really? <laughs> no, or CDs. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I'm talking about as far as like just transferring the information. Right, like just gathering and sh- and storing the information. Like computers make sense. Um, CD only makes sense because of the filament. You know, like it's it's conductive. I believe. You know, there's there's some kind of magnetic thing at play for cassette tapes. Yes. Um, but what's in the vinyl? You know, what's in the groove that conducts that information and transports it? Like the actual. Vinyl is just the vehicle. Yeah, totally. So no, it's, they it's, carve that info into it. It's mind-boggling. It is, yeah. I'm. It's fascinating to me. <laughs> so I should figure. I should learn more about it. That I mean, at, at at the moment, it would be. It's cool to have that information, but but for the rest of your life, do you need it? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just need more records. Do yes, exactly. <laughs> so you you also sell online, right? I do. Yeah. Do a lot of buying and selling online. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. What is probably the leading format that sells for you? Um, or is well, it easy? Vinyl. Well, I mean, but <laughs> music, like, is it rock and roll? Is it R&B? Um, you know? Well, it's, I mean, I get the most money for the obscure stuff. Um, but I sell lots of common classic rock stuff on eBay that people buy all the time. Mm. Um, like, you know, Foreigner bad company that kind of like yeah like 70s classic rock stuff like i I get so much of it in like every collection that i buy so i have to like unload it that's the 60 year old guy maybe (laughs) maybe it could be a high school kid too you know yeah or a 20 year old he just wants to fill up his record collection or it's um it's 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 hard to tell that's cool. But I send a, you know, a lot of jazz overseas. That's kind of cool. Send stuff to Japan, send stuff to Europe. Lots of funky soul 45s and stuff. What's amazing is the new artists that are pressing. Yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah, people, you know, the cassettes are making a weird comeback. Yeah, totally. There's cool and cassette labels. and I don't get it. <clears throat> it's, I mean... It's nostalgic. It's nostalgic. Um, but yeah, CDs... They just are pretty much promos now. You give them away, dude. I wouldn't buy a CD. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I have the, the thing I can't is, give I, them away, really. Yeah, it's yeah. Hard. I I would buy a CD of like Brothers Reed. Okay, you yeah, know guys right. like that. I, I'm you know I'm a proponent of, of buying you know supporting local supporting yeah. the local guys as much as possible. Um, and when I see a busker that's got a CD available, I'm buying it. Yeah. You know, because merch is where they're making it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you because know, a lot of people aren't going to pay a busker. They don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, pretty, oh, neat. <laughs> but they're they're trying to get you get a little couple of bucks. No doubt. So if they got a CD, I'm on. Cool, man. Yeah. No, I'm sure they appreciate it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Artists, um, signed artists who have a record deal, 
are they survive almost purely on merch for sure touring and merch yeah because their their records are owned yeah it's a bank loan totally so, and they don't make anything off streaming yeah it's less than a penny yeah <laughs> i have a playlist of people that i know yeah and i open up spotify <laughs> every day and play that playlist and awesome. i don't listen to it awesome <laughs> yeah so they'll win the war by volume yeah there you go <laughs> for me but and it, it's it's sort of funny because i know all these people and i'm like oh man i don't want to i don't want to um I don't want to cheapen the few that I have in this playlist by adding more to it. And you can only do the one at a time, but, mm. um, but then I'll, I'll listen to some of those people on YouTube at work. Cause YouTube also pays yeah. at a certain point. Once so, you get to a certain amount of views, then yeah, it kicks in 5,000, I think five, maybe 5,000 viewers or a thousand viewers. It's some high, a little higher number, but it's kind of reasonable. Mm. Um, so, What's your, is there like a, a future vision for Biscuits and Vinyl? Um, or staying at home, is it going well? It is going well. Um, it's, uh, you know, we have, you know, steady stream of regulars that are always coming in to buy records. It's awesome. They love it. Um, more and more people are finding out about us, and I'm still able to buy all these collections. People are bringing them to me now. Like, wow. Once they find out, they see the store, and they're like, okay, this is where I want my records to go. And so I have like, Thousands and thousands of records I can sell. It'll take me years to do it all. Um, <laughs> I mean, but uh, right now, I mean, we. I love the space that we're in. It's affordable. Um, I mean, there is kind of like a little dream of maybe having some freshly baked biscuits and gravy oh and little gosh. biscuit sandwiches or something like that. But uh, that's a that's a huge step, and you know, you have to get you know kitchen and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and uh, find somebody that can. That wants to get up and cook and make them all because that's yep. not going to be me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, restaurant restaurants are hard. Yeah, yeah. Really. yeah. But I mean, if it was small and it could work here, I think it would. People would people would like it. Do you remember Inti? That was Inti. in Talent, right there on that little in that little square by you. I don't think I was here for that time. Man, that was great food. Yeah, it was my favorite restaurant in town, right on. Uh, in the area. Inti, huh. and then she shut down. I don't know what she's doing. Um, but I and I haven't been out to eat. I've been doing that weird intermittent fasting thing where I don't eat until noon and I only eat for six hours of a day. So I fast for eighteen. Okay. So the weekends are brutal, dude. Like uh, you know, the girlfriend. We want to get up and go to breakfast, yeah. but I can't. I can't. <laughs> and I'm seeing like pretty immediate results from it as far as weight loss goes. But it, my jam has been for a while is Smithfields and Over Easy. Oh yeah, man! And Over Easy is getting ready to open up into a bigger location. I'm excited about that because every time we go, it takes about two hours to get in, and we end up going someplace else. And so you got to get there early, <laughs> yeah. And that means you have to want to get out of bed yeah. on a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah. Well, you have to get out of bed on a Saturday. You're open for business. I do. But uh, I don't have time to go to brunch before the shop, really. No, not really. No. And you guys don't live too far away from I'm here. Right, I'm right around the corner, man. That's pretty great, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is great. I love old East Medford. I love this part of town. <laughs> yeah. When uh, my ex and I were looking for a place to share, we were in Ashland. Yeah. And I had my place and she had hers. And I was like, you know... I'd consider moving to Medford, but it's got to be pretty specific. Mm -hmm. It's got to be Old East Medford. And I swear to God, 
um, on a stack of Bibles that Donald Trump will sign. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That five minutes after I checked, or I said that, I checked Craigslist and found this house, and she had just posted it. That's crazy. And then we came here, and we're like, we're in. Awesome. Here's your money. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> so I've I've loved it for a little over four years. It's a pretty cool, quiet spot. And it's sure. funny because Hillcrest is just right there. Yeah. And East yeah, Main really. right behind me. Yeah. And I hear all the traffic, but it's not on my street. Right on. <laughs> but, yeah, it's the only part of Medford that I actually enjoy. It's... It's one of the better parts, for sure. You see that right down Main Street? There's a coffee shop opening Forge. up. Forge. Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm stoked. I, I don't. I don't give a shit about the plants, <laughs> but it'll. I, I'm cur- I think they're going to carry Case Coffee, from okay. what I understand. And Case does a good job roasting. They're right on. headquartered in Ashland. Have you been there yet? I have not been there yet. No. Do you drink coffee like I do? Um, not like you do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I usually get a uh, a bag of good bean from. From the co-op at the supermarket. Good Bean does a great job. I like it. Yeah, they're in K-Cups now. Mm, yeah, I got. I like the whole bean. I hate K-Cups. Yeah. No, I think no it's thanks. a rip-off. Waste of, waste of landfill space. And, and, <laughs> and you got to steep your coffee, and it doesn't steep. Although I suppose, it, I, I guess it's instant coffee, but whatever. I'm just, I just can't do it. I can't pull... I can't pull myself in that direction mm. at all. And it's that plastic's not even something you can recycle. Yeah, totally. It's, trash. it's food contaminated it, and you can't there's not even a stamp on it for what kind of plastic it is. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I give you back the sleeves. <laughs> yeah, totally. I you know? know? And there's thinking a few, about that. There's a few somewhere. I have a few somewhere. But anyway, whatever. Yeah, I it, I have a whole thing on plastic. Yeah. I, <laughs> I have a whole thing about keeping those records pristine, yeah, and, but uh, I know how I've been thinking about ways to cut down, or if I have to do well, it on all yeah, of them, you, or if I should maybe just put the price tag on the inside or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like putting. You're doing on the right the thing as a retail business owner. You've got to and and vinyl is you've got to keep it protected. Yeah, and a lot of people who are buying records probably don't know how to take care of them. They don't. You know, you're. The, I take the sleeve that it comes in, put it in there with the sleeve open part. I put it into the record, into the cover, mm. so then that sleeve is covered by the top instead sure. of open, and they're stacked, you know, straight up and down, not yes. on top of each other. Definitely. Yeah, you, yeah. People are just like, poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't don't stack them. Let me ask you this. Yes. Do you hate it like I do <laughs> when people hang their records on the wall? <laughs> oh god i just die inside uh, i don't think i have any uh, an aversion to it but uh i don't really it's not something i do i can't do it i have one record frame in the uh in the shop just for just for decoration but if it's a collectible people, i get it yeah but they hang them on the wall because it's look at my cool vinyl yeah i mean people People love their records, man. They want to. But they, they should show be listening off. to them. <laughs> they should be listening. They to should them. be listening to them. <laughs> I have five turntables in this room. <laughs> I've seen one back there too. There's one in here. 
Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then actually the fifth is the what sit, the TV sits on in the front living room. Oh, right on. <laughs> it's an old hi-fi stereo. But this 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 is a hi-fi stereo, and then there's the record player on top of it, and then the two DJ turntables behind you. Oh, yeah. So I'm listening to vinyl. That's the, the that's the new control device. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the bigger the big brother of that control device. Sweet. So yeah, I just brought it in because I have too much stuff in the garage right now. I'm storing extra lights for a gig I'm doing next week. Right on. So um, yeah, so that's that's normally in the garage. <laughs> but yeah, I'm kind of thinking of something better to do with that corner than that Kansas City Chiefs trash can <laughs> and that old elementary school looking like kind of log cabin desk yeah it's uh it's too small for me but and it was accumulating i had it in my bedroom which you won't you don't need to see that but um it just accumulated shit so i removed it so the shit didn't have a place to sit but now i kind of want a little small like chaise lounge or something cool for that corner yeah that could work this is a cool room it is this is my favorite room in the house it's your podcast and dj room and it's the only carpeted room. Oh, okay. So it's the built-in warmth of that. But oh, yeah. the red fur is beautiful in the rest of the house. It's yeah, I like hard, that. Hard to get over it. Um, well, yeah, man. I mean, it's really cool to have you on. And finally, after uh, you know almost a whole year of coming into your shop, constant harassment. Constant, like Come you're on like my podcast. All right, fine. You even wrote it on your calendar. <laughs> I did. But then and then you moved up the date. And then I moved up the date. It's going to be the day after Record Store Day. and uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, You're probably going to be day. blown out. I'm going to be, well, yeah. It's going to be hopefully a busy day. And then I'm going to have to uh, figure out what to do with a bunch of records I don't sell. Oh, at the shop. gosh. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. It's cool. Do you have to bring in a whole lot? Um, yes, I spent a lot of money. This is the first one we've done. Um, first record store day, record store day. There's a lot of records that come out just for this day. I spent a lot of money. Oh a lot of them sell. People are interested, but I don't want to get stuck with a whole lot. So for the record, for the record, pun intended. Yes. Um, record store day is next Saturday. Yes, it is. And give your address in town. Uh, 103 Talent Avenue. We'll be opening... Um, an hour early at 11. Um, it's first come, first serve. One one release per customer. And uh, we're going to see if there's a line. I don't know if... Heck uh, yeah. I'll be there early. You're going to be there early. I got a plan, dog. You got, you got a plan. I have a thing in mind. <laughs> yep. I will fight people. Um, really yeah, good. so we're going to put... A, yeah, I guess that like happens. So I don't... I mean... I don't I expect don't it to see happen it happening at, in uh, talent. No, I don't either. That feels like a New York City thing or yeah, an LA thing. Yeah, but I know... Um, Time Machine Records, they had a line of about 20 people last year, and uh, Record Coop in, in Ashland gets a line. Ah, okay. And, uh, so I don't know what to expect. More people know about us now. Um, so, I'll be there early. Cool, yeah. <laughs> um, Trade so we're going to kind of, uh, so we're going to put the records in like random order in like four crates, and then once one person gets through the first crate, they go to the second one, and then the next person gets to come in. Sick. So it's going to okay. be random. It's going to be. Can you put the one be, record I want I at the back of the third crate? <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Yes. Uh, I know you're not allowed to do that sort of thing. So, no. but maybe I'm I, excited. Maybe I could bend the rules. So. The the um, the excitement for Record Store Day is palpable for me. Cool. 
So I can't wait to get there and and hopefully get what I have in mind. I'm not going to tell the listeners. Yeah, don't keep it a secret. The the thing is, I I doubt that uh, people that are tuning into the podcast will give a shit about the record I want. I don't know. It's well, not to give it away, but it's about podcasts. I mean, it kind of is in a way. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's the host, right? It's the host, but the it's what I like is I don't know if you know anything about the record, but he he actually produced these acoustic some of the acoustic music on his fucking garage band (laughs) like i'm using garage band to record this and it's it's kind of a piece of shit but he record he produced an entire record on fucking garage band oh yeah (laughs) i love it so i i'm hoping to be able to pick that up cool man um, whether whether or not I'm buying some music, so well, awesome. I plan on going to uh, the one in Grants Pass too because my gig Saturday is in Grants Pass. Oh, cool. So I'll swing into your shop first, do that. Hopefully, grab the one I want or the two I want. Cool. And um, depending if I stumble upon something else, and then I'll go to the Music Coop probably, and then I'll go to Grants Pass. Awesome, man! Make the rounds. Yeah. It's record store day. It's record store day. And you own a record store. I do. It's your Black Friday. It is my Black Friday. Well, Black Friday is record store day too. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's smaller. Taking uh, over. Yeah, they are taking over. That was our we did we did Black Friday uh, record store day. It's not as many records come out. But um So is there, there is was, record store day like uh kind of like a sanctioned thing where they say if you want to play the game with us, you buy this collection? Uh kind of. You have to be established for a year as a store. You have to be you know, most of your record sales or most of your sales have to be vinyl related. You have to like sign this pledge and oh. sign up for this thing that you won't sell them earlier or okay. sell them to other people that aren't your customers. But um, you know, it's so it, there is a, there is a thing behind it, but it's you know it's by the record companies to sell more records for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and you you definitely make more money on the used stuff. I do. Yeah, yeah the markup isn't much on the new ones. No, that's but, just like a car, probably. Yeah, but it's I gotta have. I like having them in the shop, you know. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is when people who are passionate about vinyl and and music that's coming out right now. Yeah. You know, like that Julian Pliny record. I mean, it's older, yeah, but it's a, it's not a uh, used record. No, you know, it's an original pressing. So, it you know, I I wanted that record. You know, yeah. like I'll come in and I'll look at the new records, but there are people who will want just the new stuff totally. too. Yeah, there's people that don't buy used, and there's people that don't buy new. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I buy it all. If I yeah, want it, totally. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, it was it was a jump for me to go from used to new records, but once I got there, it was. It was on. <laughs> what is your taste in music? Um, funk, soul, nineties hip hop, reggae, that kind of stuff. Man, speaking of funk, yeah, that Fat Boy Slim set I watched the other day. <laughs> you were telling me about it. Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe how good he was. Awesome, because you know, like you listen to the music that he's produced, and it's produced as like a DJ would play it. Um, where the tracks are married together, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But then you watch him do the set, and he's so, you can see the joy written all over his face, and I'm like, okay, yeah. And he's like 60. Yeah, totally. <laughs> maybe, you know, I mean, he's a few years older than I am. I, I don't think he's like 60. He might be like 55, somewhere around there. He's been around. But 
yeah, and he, he's still DJing. It, it blew my mind. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I, it was great to see an, a kind of newer video from a guy into his fifties playing a set like he was twenty something. Cool. I was like, all right. That's when I decided I needed to do that thing, but I, I don't want to talk about that on the podcast quite yet. All right. Um, there's a select few that know. <laughs> cool. I mean, they, there's a there's a, a thing on Facebook about what I'm working on, but mm-hmm. no one knows how final it is. So, right yeah. But anyway, um, have you ever recorded um, music or yeah. as a DJ? No, um, I, music. Yeah, I used to play drums in some bands. And, really? Yeah. Huh, been okay. Been in the studio and lots of, you know, makeshift recordings and band camp stuff. And cool. Used to make beats on Reason and put them on SoundCloud. Yeah, I've been looking at that. Have you been looking at that? Yeah. I don't know how to use it yet. Yeah, no, I never <laughs> got... I I tried a lot with the SP-1200s, but uh, I never really was able to do it. I had to use a keyboard. This... I, I'm hoping I'll figure it out because I want to make some beats. Yeah, man. I like the idea of producing, recording. Sampling. I love I, content. Yeah. I have decided that I am definitely a content addict because I listen to <laughs> podcasts. I create a podcast. I collect records and listen to them. Um, I'm buying digital music. Yeah. Not so much for listening, but... Whatever the Black Keys For come DJ. out with, I own. Cool. <laughs> it, 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 I'll buy that CD. Nice. <laughs> I'm kind of a jackass for them. And, the, and people hate them. You know, there's like a, the set of people that love them. Yeah. And then there's people like, oh, God, <laughs> the Black Keys, so predictable. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they got really big and were everywhere really quick. But they're they're rocking band, man. I Dude, they it took <clears throat> them... They were that first record was pretty fucking independent. Yeah, and it no, was no, no, pressed no. as a big. Totally. Then yeah. like once like they had like one hit, then all of a sudden like they were always on the radio and they were like everywhere. It felt like that to me. But I remember watching football and I can't remember it might have been ten AM automatic, but the the uh, network was bumping out hmm. into commercials with black keys and I'm like, fuck yeah. Because the thing about that is like there's a whole uh, royalty thing that comes from that, not just radio. For sure. I mean you're getting paid for that oh, yeah. little bitty two second three second blurb of your song for sure and um you know a buddy of mine that's recording he's he's been featured on a tommy hilfiger commercial nice so you know there's a whole avenue of getting your music out there that doesn't involve radio yeah like licensing ascap all advertising credits like anything like oh i'm talking purely like venue space so like sports arenas Hmm. TV commercials, bumping out of football uh, live broadcasts. Totally. So, you know, BMI and ASCAP is at play because they they are the one that disperses the payment um, and collects the royalties from those opportunities, mm. not just the radio. I mean, obviously, they're they're the ones you know getting paid by radio to disperse the payment from radio play, but um, you know. Hearing them come out of a, a football program was like, all right. Right on. For me, I was stoked. Yeah. I was like, sell out, make money. <laughs> yeah. You know, enjoy and then life. That, that turns like half the people off. Like, right? oh, they sold out. Automatically. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, that's probably where I just get my idea. Like, they were everywhere all of a sudden or something. Yeah, but. Be honest. Foo Fighters. Early Foo Fighters, yes. <laughs> first, first Foo Fighter record for sure. Um, I don't own any of their stuff. Okay. But I respect Dave Grohl for sure. Dave Grohl's a stud. uh, 
and I they rock, man. Here's the thing about them. I watched their concert from Wimbledon on DVD a few years ago, and Dave stepped behind this behind the drum kit, and he's still so dang good. Oh yeah, uh, he's he's better than their drummer. <laughs> I was like. I mean, like, I get the idea of the front man needs to be on front, but he is such a good drummer. Oh, man. I feel like they might be sacrificing a little bit of quality by having him play guitar. Well, he gets to do what he wants to do. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. There's a video that I saw last year of them playing a concert in Kansas City, and he calls this kid on stage and and says, do you play? And he says, yeah. He's like, oh, what do you know? And he goes, oh, I know some Metallica songs. <laughs> and then he hands him his guitar, and the kid just starts going, and he's good. That was bass, though. Did you notice that? I'm Eric basing, talking about guitar. Slapping the bass. Kirk Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, so he is jamming. This kid's jamming, and I'm impressed, and he's impressed. And then he just gives the kid his guitar. Hell yeah. Like, All right, it's yours. Man. And then the kid does a video later, and he's got the guitar down here now. Awesome. Guitar, air guitaring. <laughs> yeah. The air guitar is real. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that that kind of stuff is fun. My sister, my girlfriend, they all love the Foo Fighters. Cool. I enjoy them. I don't own a thing. Yeah. No, I, I have nothing against them at all. Except I, I just don't own their records. I own some <laughs> digital crap of theirs, but whatever. Whatever. I play that kind of stuff at like beer week. Nice. You know, yeah. straight up rock and roll. Totally. Um, but okay, so y- what? Uh, who do you just despise in rock and roll? <laughs> or even your favorite formats? <clears throat> um, I'm just gazing out. I rain. thought it was raining. Is it, it is raining? raining, yeah. Okay, I could hear it. Who do I despise? Who do you look at and go, oh my God, just stop. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, Maroon 5, that guy, <laughs> Jesus. Of course. Um, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> it I doesn't have, get any worse than that. I have the weirdest uh, uh, um, affinity toward pop music. Yeah. But anyway, that's cool. I can appreciate that. Because they started out as a pretty good rock band. And then all of a sudden... Weird. Flip to pop, <laughs> yeah. Because they had on, they had an independent release, and they toured it, mm. and it was rock and roll. And I, th- I, th- I don't know who told them to do pop, but they're killing that game. Yeah, that, uh... they get the women. That's what they're going after. Their ideal demographic is eighteen to thirty-four year old women. Yeah, it's like pop radio. I don't know what they were doing at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Dude, they're so bad. Bruno Mars is a hell of an entertainer. I, I enjoyed his performance. His performance. He's, he's got some moves. He's funky. He's got soul. He can play guitar. He can play guitar. That that guy can play guitar. Did you ever see Honeymoon in Vegas? No. He's little Elvis in that movie, and no one really knows it. Huh. You know, like a handful of people know it. But then me having such an affinity toward pop music, I'm trying to know everything about yeah. the you know the artists and stuff. But um, yeah, okay, I can get on board. I hate Rascal Flatts. Oh man, is that some country pop stuff? Oh boy, uh, they're the Nickelback of country. Yeah, okay, yeah, I I don't I don't go into the the country pop realm at all. Florida Georgia Line is like the new Rascal Flats. The, they even they even have auto tune. Oh no! 
I, I like Luke Bryan because he's an entertainer. Like okay. he's funny. He seems cool. His music is garbage, but I, <laughs> I get into one of his songs. Like I'm like, oh man, that's this is a jam. But I'm I'm all for you know my style. I come in for David Allen Coe and Jerry Jeff Walker. Yeah, and, uh, Merle Haggard all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I come into the I come into that. That's that's my that's my jam. Right and I hated that kind of shit when I was a kid. Yeah, man. I it took me forever to even appreciate Johnny Cash. <laughs> I was like anti-country music for a very long time. And now, now I don't mind some of it, but Johnny Cash has that like cool punk rock set of fan too. He does. There, there, there isn't too many people who can't get into Johnny Cash. And if you listen to just the lyrical content of a lot of the music, ring of fire yeah. is metal. <laughs> it is <Yeah>. metal. <laughs> There's some shit going on there, but um, yeah, I I like older country. I like some rock. I'm a sellout for the Black Keys and yeah. White Stripes and all that shit. But I was really a late arriver to the White Keys or uh, White Stripes. Right on. That's a new band I just made up. <laughs> White Keys. You know who ought to get together? Uh, who were we just talking about with Jack with Jack White? Jack White and Jack Black. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> I wonder if I've... Jack White could handle that. <laughs> Jack Black's energy is at like an eleven. You know. I'm sure they could. I'm sure they could collaborate. I think that'd be a fun. They haven't done it. Why don't they could do like a black and white record? Man, you know the 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 cross um, the jacks, dude. The jacks. <laughs> I'm gonna make that a thing. I'm gonna start contacting people, and I'm dropping that whole thing I just created that I got all the venues for, and I'm starting that. The jacks. I'm producing the jacks. White and black record. <laughs> Gotta be a hit. Oh my gosh. Well. I, um, I'm really stoked that I found you guys because it, it's led to, you know, you sitting in this chair and doing the podcast with me. Yeah. Um, fun. and I'm, I'm, um, surprised that you're like one of the only guests that I've had that I've actually had to turn your volume down a little bit. Oh, good job. Went right on. Yeah. Cause you're relatively quiet. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This coffee's kicking in, I guess. It might be that or the weed I smoke. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's you, it. A little contact high. My apologies. <laughs> I'll, I'll actually take some of that now. If you don't, if you oh, I'll get it, man. Yeah, go for, go right for Sweet. it. Self-employment has its benefits, right? Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Working at a, a publishing company probably has that same benefit, you know, because they all know. You work in that industry, same as radio. Everyone's high. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's kind of Southern Oregon, it seems like most people... Don't seem to care too much. I was at a store in Jacksonville, uh, Terra Firma, mm-hmm. not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> they had these little pots, handmade pots, and on the front was stamped a little pot from Southern Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> I want it so bad. <laughs> That's 25 bucks I'll ever spend. And then, oh my gosh, then they have a mug with a bowl. Oh yeah, a coffee mug, and then the 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 part where you put your mouth to do the smoking yeah. is on the handle. Yeah, the hippie speedball. Is that what that's called? <laughs> that's what I saw it advertised as. I kind of want to get one of those. Well, they've got them at Terra Firma, oh, but okay. I don't think it's called that. But if it is, I miss that. There's this uh, record label that sells it with their logo on it called Riding Easy Records, and oh, it's called the hippie speedball mug. I'm into it. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> 
Well, I might get one for just while I'm podcasting. <laughs> nice. What if I took that to work? <laughs> That'd be great. A little resin in the in the bowl. Oh, just hit it. All There's not even a screen in this thing. Oh, of course not. Yeah, it just that's what I call edibles. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh man, well hey, cool man. I appreciate it. Um, cool. I, I I think that it's kind of a wonderful day. I might have to get outside and get some yard work done, but I don't want to eat up too much of your time. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same. I appreciate you coming by. Thanks, Travis.